0: The Chicago White Sox have focused on pitching during this 2022 MLB draft. Uh, The all-star game is upon us as Tim Anderson and Liam Hendricks represent the Chicago White Sox. Are you still riding the high from taking three of four from the Minnesota Twins this past weekend? Last week was an important stretch of games. Has it changed the way you feel about the White Sox moving forward? Uh, What are the players saying about the first half of the season? And do they believe that the worst is behind them? You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked on White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked on White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore G-G-T-B. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, the Sox have a lot of decisions to make, and one of them will most likely revolve around a catcher. Uh, what's going on with Lance Lynn, and will the Sox shake things up by shuffling the rotation? Uh, but first, it's been a call to arms during this year's MLB draft. Uh, your White Sox sit, of course, at 46 and 46 here at the break, uh, three games back in the AL Central. Uh, Are you still thinking about that Twins series? Boy, a defining moment, I think, of the first half, really. Um, That stretch of games, eight games in seven days, uh, did not start off well, but how it finished uh, was wonderful. And yes, uh, it's nice to get these guys some rest. They need it. Boy, there are a lot of players that need rest, recharge, refuel. I can't imagine emotionally uh, going through some of the stuff uh, that they've gone through, especially not living up to expectations, uh, all of that pressure, and uh, the way it ended the first half, uh, really nice. That 11-0 thumping of Minnesota in Minnesota, that's a game to maybe rewatch uh, during this All-Star break. Uh, socks are definitely heading in the right direction. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that in detail. Uh, in this episode. Uh, but, you know, let's get to that MLB draft. It started a uh, Sunday night, uh, went into Monday. Uh, six of the White Sox first seven picks were pitchers. Uh, the last three were position players, including 10th round pick Tim Elko, the first baseman who was one of the leaders and Mississippi's College World Series uh, title team. Uh, Sunday night, uh, sacks in the first round. They were picking twenty six, as I'm sure you saw, and have uh, you know read a bunch of articles. Future socks uh, with uh, James Fox does an outstanding job. White sacks daily, of course, uh, and Sachs Machine. So many uh, folks covering this in detail. Uh, sacks, uh, the number twenty six spot overall. Uh, they selected left handed pitcher Noah Schultz. From Oswego East High School, right here in Illinois, Oswego, Illinois. Uh, Schultz, he's 18 years old. He's six foot nine, 220 pounds, uh, and he was throwing uh, near 96 miles per hour uh, this past spring. Uh, the last time the Sox took a high school pitcher in the first round, it was right hand pitcher Chris Honnell out of Providence Catholic in New Lenox. In 2001, uh, Providence, 33 miles from Oswego, where Schultz uh, pitched. You know, despite committing to Vanderbilt, uh, Schultz is going to sign with the Chicago White Sox. He loved Vanderbilt, uh, but could not pass up on the opportunity. Scott Merkin, uh, the beat reporter for the White Sox through MLB, uh, has uh, got some great stuff on. And Noah Schultz. Uh, here's a quote uh, from Schultz. I am part of the Chicago White Sox now. Uh, it was a great school uh, to be committed to, speaking, of course, of Vanderbilt and everything. Uh, I loved it, but I think this opportunity is something I could not pass up. I'm excited to see what happens in the future. Uh, director of Amateur Scouting for the White Sox, Mike Shirley on Schultz, uh, this guy has a unique skill set. It's an extreme talent, but we think can anchor a rotation someday. And uh, a lot of folks in the know, uh, you know, early comparisons, which I think this is so unfair to these uh, these kids are, you know, some of these 18, 19, some of these young guys coming out of high school uh, and even, even out of college, we directly want to know a comparison, right? Uh, well, who who are they going to remind us of? Who do, who can we expect to get in maybe three to five years? Uh, early comparisons uh, solely because uh, he's a left-handed pitcher. He's got that tall, lanky—I mean, six-nine—lanky uh, look. And even just when you've seen some still frames of him in his rotation, uh, definitely Chris Sale. I mean, come on. I, I mean, he's got that that motion. He's got that that look of Chris sale. And then also Randy Johnson, um, and the height for sure. And, you know, his angled kind of three quarter emotion, uh, getting a lot of comparisons, uh, to the big unit, Randy Johnson. Um, yeah, you know, I don't, I, how much stock do you put in, in the draft? I, I wish I was, I wish I was way more into it than, than, than other outlets and other folks. And, and there's some wonderful stuff being done, you know, lots of respect uh, for the folks covering, but I don't know if it, if I was just because I was burnt from some of the drafts, you know, that, that were done, I don't know, five, six years ago, thinking back to, you know, some of those rebuild drafts that we had, you know, the call Carson Fulmer, the Zach Birdie, the Zach Collins, you know, those th- just did not go our way. Uh, of course, Nick Madrigal, we trade off Uh, to the Cubs. And essentially we get AJ Pollock and it's not really what we were anticipating there. Um, Of course, Andrew Vaughn has worked out. That has been exciting. Uh, Garrett Crochet, uh, who knows what's going to happen to him uh, with this Tommy John situation. Jake Berger, um, man, he battled. He battled a lot of injuries. It was an uphill battle. To finally uh, get some playing time at the big league level, and now what's going to happen to him? Well, what what is going to happen to Jake Berger? That's uh, a it's a curious case. Uh, so I don't know if I've just been, you know, burnt out by some of the some of the misses, I guess. Uh, but the Sox focusing on pitching uh, so far in the MLB draft, uh, no surprise. We need pitching. You know, I feel like we've got some position players. We've got some some outfield, but to focus on pitching early and often uh, makes sense. You know, it's trying to get maybe some homegrown talent, uh, some guys we can see up at the big league level, uh, either in the rotation or in the bullpen. So interesting to see what these guys will pan out. And when we'll, we'll see them, I don't know. This is always it's exciting. It's exciting to see what your team... Uh, I remember, you know, think about, think about it years ago when Zach Collins was drafted. Oh my goodness. You know, when are we going to see this guy? Every at bat in the minors was something uh, to analyze. When are we going to see that lefty bat? Uh, same thing with Nick, Nick Madrigal, all the comps to Jose Altuve. And, you know, so the, you know, there's a lot of, um, a lot of excitement right now for these guys coming into the White Sox organization. And uh, I'm interested in, in where they will land and, and what their process is going to be like and, and keeping an eye on, Will they ever make it to you know, wear a White Sox uniform? Are they going to be potentially packaged in, in trades when the White Sox are in a win-now situation in the next few years? Uh, time will tell. Uh, but Noah Schultz, congratulations. A local guy from Oswego, and uh, very excited for him and his family. Uh, the Sox finished up on a high note uh, to end the first half. But what have the players said about the way the first half went I'm going to talk about that uh, more in a moment. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement use code locked on that's code locked on plus every order is insured ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside shop stress-free and find your forever piece. go to blue today which nfl stars move the betting line the most Starting July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online, available July 18th on Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. The Chicago White Sox went 7 in 3 in their last 10 games to end on that high note took 3 of 4 from the Minnesota Twins. Uh, in Minnesota this past weekend outscored the Twins 32 to 10 and it was those bookend games game 1 uh, destroying the Twins 12 to 2 and the game 4 of that series thumping the Twins 11 to nothing only giving up one hit and and pitched for the most part uh, very well i would say uh, in the uh, in the series and even uh, last week, um, let's be honest here. It's it's going to come down to health, and, and defense, I think you know we we've seen man we we have and base running boy we have given away games in, in a variety of different situations, and of course we haven't been healthy. Um, I'm I'm hoping during this break we get more information about Luis Robert uh, because hey Adam Engel he stepped up you know he got the job done offensively. Uh, I, I love his glove, you know, if he can stay healthy, but come on, you know, it's Luis Robert that we want uh, out there. And it's, it's nice to have a guy like Adam Engel uh, available, uh, I, obviously taking him over Gavin Sheets. But what are you going to do with Gavin Sheets? It's something we're going to kind of talk about throughout this week during the All-Star break. Uh, some guys that are just your curious cases, your Jake Burgers, your Gavin Sheets, Um, You know, what's going to happen to these guys, especially as the trade deadline approaches uh, and the Sox are trying to figure out a lot of different questions. But the way that week went, eight games, seven days in that Minnesota series, here we are sitting at 500, three games back. uh, It could have went a completely different direction. Sox could have been seven, eight games out. And then I think we've been thinking of something different, you know, as this trade deadline approaches. SAC's front office have some big decisions to make. You know, we start uh, the second half against Cleveland. No rest there. I got a doubleheader on Saturday. First half had its ups and downs. It was it was a classic roller coaster, especially with the expectations coming into this season. Uh, some interesting quotes through a bunch of different publications uh, that I I went over and noticed uh, uh, not only on the Minnesota series. But on the first half, here's uh, Jose Abreu. Um, I don't know how he's not in the All-Star game. This is Jose talking about Dylan Cease. Uh, it's easy to talk and complain about how the team wasn't performing the way everybody expected us to. But we didn't pay attention to that. Everybody trusts Tony. He knows how to get through rough patches and he has experience. Okay, That was through a uh, team interpreter uh, Billy Russo. Uh, Here's Lance Lynn. Uh, We're a 500 team after playing some below standard baseball. We're not in a terrible spot. Uh, We could be way worse with the way we've played. We're not, so we have to get going. Uh, Here's an interesting one from Liam Hendricks just on the team scuffling and some of those questionable clubhouse comments. Uh, Sometimes it could tell very well to be the clubhouse. But that's not the case with us. It's not the case that we have lost faith in ourselves or we have lost faith in leadership or that we don't have good leadership in this clubhouse. That's a complete fabrication. And I think that's going off of what he said late last week, I believe on the Waddle and Sylvie show, alluding to maybe it was Dallas Keuchel spreading those rumors uh, that there is a lack of leadership and dissent in a White Sox clubhouse. Uh, Here's Abreu on the roller coaster of this season. It's not easy when things aren't going your way or when injuries are affecting you, but the most important thing is when you are passing through bad patches, stay united, and we did. We're united. Uh, And that's coming from, I believe, the captain, uh, Jose Abreu. uh, When he says that, I listen. If they're united, I believe him. Here's Lucas Giolito. Uh, We can't be in the dugout when we're not playing our best ball and we're losing and having this grand old time. Uh, One, that's a bad look. And two, that's not how we feel. Uh, We're frustrated. We want things to to get going. The last couple of weeks, we've come together and started to put some things together and we're playing a lot better. Um, Maybe that's alluding to you know, kind of the demeanor we've seen, some of the images of just the clubhouse, the dugout. Of course, when things haven't been going well, very somber, bleak. And uh, Giolito is commenting on that. And, and I love what he said. You know, in the last couple of weeks, we've come together. Uh, we're starting to play a lot better. And, and that will change things. Uh, could there be a reshuffle in the rotation to change things? You know, we've got the time to do that. Of course, pitchers are not announced yet right now. Uh, for Friday when the uh, Cleveland series starts, this is an opportunity to maybe get things uh re- reorganized here. Do you go maybe Cease, Quato Geo, Kopec, Lynn? Do you maybe take some pressure off Lynn, put him in the five spot? I could see maybe even shuffling Kopec and Geo Cease, Cueto, Kopec, Giolito, Lynn. Something's going on with Lance Lynn, we know that. Um, he uh, had some really interesting comments after his start uh, this past Saturday, which was the one loss of the Minnesota series. Um, he did not look right, and he hasn't looked right in his last three starts. Uh, again, he's got a somewhat of a small sample size, but I feel like enough to, for him to start turning the corner. Uh, this is what he said. It's been pushing pretty hard since surgery to try to get back, try to be on the field, and be productive. Uh, got back, pushing hard there, and now it's take a deep breath and get ready for the second half and be the pitcher you have been before. Uh, Trying to play catch-up when you're recovering, it's not fun, but I have the stuff to do it. I just try to make pitches and get outs. The all-star break is more like a deep breath of, hey, all right, the first half is done. You got back, you're, you're here, you're healthy, and it's time to go get it. Uh, that's where I'm at. I've got to use this time to get things right. Physically, I'm in a good spot to do the things I need to do. Now it's finding that rhythm and going out and doing it. Uh, I, you know, this is just speculation. I'm wondering if, if that knee has been barking him. You know, he's a big man. Those legs are extremely important in what he is trying to do. And, you know, he's in his mid to late 30s. Um, you know, maybe it's been given some problems. Maybe this week is just what he needs to get his himself ready for the second half. Uh, he has had seven starts this season, one and three with a seven point five zero ERA. Uh, Lance Lynn's last three starts, fourteen innings combined, nineteen earned runs, twenty two hits, four home runs. Uh, So when I say it doesn't look like he has pitched very well, it doesn't feel like it. The numbers, of course, back it up. Uh, In 2021, Lance Lynn started 28 games and he had an ERA of 2.69. So that's where that's where we're hoping to return. Uh, He's got a lot of work to do. Um, He knows it. I mean, those quotes, those comments by him were very telling. He is very aware. He is very aware of, of how he's been pitching lately. And uh, I do appreciate him saying, you know, hey, physically I'm good. You know, I know what I need to do and now I just need to go out and do it. Uh, so all eyes will be on him and very curious to see uh, what this rotation looks like uh, starting on Friday. Uh, guys that they're throwing to, both Sebi Zavala and Reese McGuire, they have held their own as of late. Uh, when Grendal comes back, Who will be the odd man out? More on that in a moment. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the puff's treatment. That's right, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Built flavor you love is now in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. Uh, But please stop drooling and check this out. They are good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. Go to Built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Uh, eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about Built Puffs is, of course, they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they are good for you. They are the perfect treat. When you have a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or if you need a quick, healthy snack, they're an excellent source of protein. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get over to built.com. Order yourself a box of the coconut brownie chunk built puffs right now. Go to built.com, use promo code locked15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked15. The Chicago White Sox uh, here in 2022 will be compared to the 2021 season. Uh, That team all year long. The expectations were through the roof, of course, coming into this year, uh, both locally and nationally. There are 70 games left in the season to match the 93 wins of the 2021 team. uh, The Sox would need to go 47 and 23 in the second half. Uh, if you think back to last year, the 2021 White Sox, their first half they were 54 and 35, and the second half 39 and 34. Uh, let's see if the Sox can kind of reverse that this year. Stay around 500, in this case exactly at 500, and then the second half, uh, see if they can go over 20, 20 games over. It'd be a feat. It would be an absolute feat. But getting some guys healthy, guys starting to play up to their expectation, their potential uh, would be a start. There are 10 more games against Cleveland, nine more games uh, with Minnesota. Uh, Six of the last nine games are actually against the Twins. Uh, Second half starts on Friday with four games against Cleveland on the south side. Uh, You've got a doubleheader on Saturday Saturday. The Asmani Grandal bobblehead uh, for game two. That's a 615 start. Uh, guys that have been filling in for Grandal, Sebi Zavala, 26 games, 84 at bats, his slash line 286, 337, and 440. Two home runs, seven doubles, and one error in 185 innings. I've really enjoyed the way Sebi Zavala has handled pitchers. Um, not perfect, of course, but boy, he has been more than serviceable. And I, I really like his bat. Every time he comes up, I feel like there's an opportunity uh, for him to drive the ball. Uh, Reese McGuire has played 51 games uh, in the catcher spot, 145 at bats. So really the lion's share, 228, uh, 265, and 290. That's the slash line. Zero home runs, nine doubles. And two errors in 381 innings. I really liked what Reese McGuire has done. Um, kind of has been cold lately. Zeb, Sebi Zavala, I feel like has been the, the guy they've been going with as of late. Uh, and you've seen more offensive output from Sebi Zavala. But Reese McGuire, I, I hey, there was a stretch there where, like every time he came up, I feel like he hit a double. Uh, Yasmani Grandal is the guy we're watching. Uh, If he comes back healthy uh, after the break, uh, what is going to happen? Uh, This is what Yasmani has given us this year in the catcher spot. 50 games, 173 at-bats. His slash line, 185, 294, and 237. Uh, Just a couple home runs, three doubles, uh, and he has had two errors in 260 innings. Uh, he really hasn't been getting on base. He hasn't been walking. And of course, he hasn't been driving the ball and there really has been no power. Is that a result because of his legs just haven't been right? I think so. Uh, if his legs get right, like we saw last year, uh, he can be a very productive and dangerous hitter. He sure was in the second half for the White Sox last year. So what will happen with McGuire and or Sebi? Um, you know, there's going to have to be a decision there. Uh, I, I have a gut feeling they'll hold on to Sebi, but, you know, McGuire gives you that left-handed bat. Uh, what's going to happen with Aloy? Uh, do the Sox, you know, make a move at the deadline? Lots of holes to fill with this White Sox team. A lot of question marks that we will continue to explore uh, around this White Sox team during the All-Star break. Thanks so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen. Lockdown MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the MLB Stars of Tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Hey, really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski and until next time, go Sox.